Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the intermission. This week we're talking about this whole thing where we're trying to destigmatize texting in the movie theater, man, and the battle between the texters and the shushers is on. Anyway, myself as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter, greetings, Michael Dorkman Scott, hey. and Trey the Amazing Stokes. Shut up! Oh, you guys should all be so much more happy. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. We wanted we wanted them to open the doors and desegregate the movie theaters and allow the people with the bright phones in because that's what progress looks no, like. No, to be fair, to be fair, mark? the the thing that we're talking about is someone. Uh, that this guy who wrote a, a post asking for actually actually not desegregating it segregating it to separate yeah. separate like t- yeah. you know there's 3D screenings and and the ArcLight has 21 plus screenings he wants douchebag screenings Michael who is Hunter <laughs> who is Hunter Walk and what the hell is happening I don't know who the hell he is but he wrote this post that got around the internet and <laughs> yeah. was talking about how he wanted to he he wanted to, he he thought theaters should revamp the movie going experience for people again not not as he clarified, not in all all showings of uh, or of even all movies, which we can get into a little bit. Just three fifths, right? Just the yeah. idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the just the, but the idea that oh, you know, provide uh, provide Wi Fi and like outlets for my laptop and you know sl- brighter lighting so that make I can it like see a lounge. what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like make it more so like I can a lounge. See what I'm typing. Yeah, like make I'm, it exactly make it more like a lounge. And then maybe turn down the audio on the movie because it's distracting. Yeah. You can't listen to your actual. You can't yeah. listen to your YouTube video. How am I supposed to watch my Breaking Bad? V- YouTube on video on YouTube, pretty much, yeah. During the movie, so. and it's interesting because I've never heard of this guy before, and he and just we kinda, will never hear of him again. Well, yeah, I'm sure not. It was just one of those like random fluky blog posts that just went across the entire internet real fast, or at least in our circle. Because everyone went, and then everyone started like writing replies to it. Some people were like, "Hell, hell yes." Some people were even more extreme than him. Everyone that I think I know was all like, "Fuck this guy," and uh, it started a long week long argument on the on the fucking internet about whether or not there's a place for this in our in our future, and if so, should we be worried about it? Um, I I think it goes without saying, but I'll ask anyway. Does anyone on the panel think any vari- variation of this idea is something that they'd be interested in? Interested yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I'm not interested in it, but I don't but actually I, I don't, give a shit. Yeah, uh, I'm not against it as, a, as an idea. Myself. Neither, neither yeah. am I. Yeah. I don't care. I There's, wouldn't go there. The only the, yeah, the only exactly. thing that concerns me about it as being like against it is more the idea where it's like, okay, it's already hard enough to find find a screening that's not 3D or IMAX or something <laughs> like that. It's like I can if if the only available screening of a movie I want to see is the douchebag screening, that's just gonna f- then it's like okay, I don't get to see that movie now. I got to find another day and another time so <laughs> I, I can go see it as a normal movie. I don't think that's a real issue, honestly. It might be if this actually started becoming a thing. Be. I've accidentally okay, so, bought like a ticket for a 3D movie, not knowing it was a 3D movie because that's not labeled as clearly as it could be sometimes. Yeah, well, Brian and I saw uh, whatever we saw last Ele- night, Elysium, Elysium, and, and there was we went to there was something special about well, the theater we went to. It was the big DTX Super Grand, whatever. I just know it cost more than it should have. That was that was the one that was being called IMAX until everyone went, "What the fuck? That ain't tall!" And so they were, "No, it's a different kind of a. You know what? We'll just call it a different thing." It's fine. I mean, it was nice. It was like going to the ArcLight. It was. Yeah. It was. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what that meant. I mean, but, some some theaters have like the Alamo Draft House, to my understanding, already has like. Dinner screenings, like you well, yeah, order food and the well, waiter will bring you. Sc- yeah, so that's there's the point. Yeah, yeah, and there, there's, there's more than yeah. There's more than more just those, the draft house, they, which I would totally go to. There's one yeah. in my old neighborhood that I want to go back and. There was try. there was one in Orlando that we went to several times. Um, and yeah. there's there's they even have one down at like wow, a I forgot about that Disney um, like Disney World. 
has one at their, you know, yeah. the boardwalk down like there. Like there's like bar and grill theaters so and all that. Yeah, I mean that's becoming more. I mean, if Magic Johnson can have his chain of theaters, then you know, well, I'm, what what is I'm what's, what is sort of behind the incredibly strong negative reaction as it happened? Because you know, well, I don't know. I see because I missed the beginning of it, and I have to say I didn't go back and do the research. I thought the original impetus was a guy literally wanted was investing in this was planning to have this this is not this is just some yabo no but he is a vc which made it confusing for me he is a venture capitalist okay from so what he's, I you know, he's considering yeah. the idea he yeah. floated a trial balloon and now he's got lots of uh, audience response data to work on um i'm i'm at that level i'm all for it what 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 pushed my buttons was then the next link in the chain was that next the, the real douchebag was the one who said yeah. everyone's all complaining but it's my right to text in the theater and it's yeah. the but new way social justice everyone has to do, you know, deal yeah. with it there were two different ones there was yeah. there was the one yeah. who was deal with it you shushers yeah. we're here to stay we're here we're and, obnoxious and, twats get used to it <laughs> yeah. and then there was the one who actually turned it into a full-on social justice issue and it exactly. was like okay stop okay now you've lost <laughs> stop me stop yeah. that and that's the i mean it's like and the and for me the difference is when you go to the alamo draft house i mean you know you you should know that you're going for a raucous audience experience. People right. are going to be drinking. People are going to be you know buying food. You you're going to have that experience. When you go to the over twenty one screening, you go because you don't want to have kids around. When you go to the fancy IMAX screening, you go because you want the fancy IMAX screening. When you go to a normal screening, you don't expect to have some twat douchebag sit next yeah. to you and and you know use his iPhone all the time. Yeah. Now I, I'm all for those people having their own custom screenings if they want them. But this guy was all, "It's my right to go to the normal movie theater, and you have to accept my my iPhone." I just wonder if that's this the is part a, I disagree with. If it, you know, not to get it, this has been the most like hyperbolized conversation that's ever happened on the internet, and that's saying something. So I, I don't want to. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't, don't want to participate in that too much. Say, including but, that, yeah, but, exactly. but, I, but I do wonder. <laughs> this is the ultimate conversation. I think Hitler would disagree with that. I, but I, I, totally I do wonder if this is a right side wrong side of history thing that we're talking about right now because i wonder if this is going to either go the route of like hats in the hats in the theater where in 30 years you still don't wear fucking hats in the theater or if it's going to become Nobody's just something just, that just nobody wear hat, wears hats anymore that's the real problem well, in any case i wonder if this is going to be a social convention thing that we're about to transition through or if it's just a okay now that everyone has these we really need to talk about this oh, guys let me let me let me t- call and raise on your on my social oh. theory on this one. Oh, really it's, it's part of the overall cheapening of media Woo! Go hey, go go! Right. I went right to it. I skipped a half hour just there. Um, <laughs> it's there is, and I love I love the fact that you guys are now old enough that there's a younger generation for you to hate now. I, yes. I think that's so awesome. It's so it's so much, it warms my heart to be able to see you hate younger people. Um, oh, I've always hated young people, yeah, well, even when right, I'm young. They do I, when I was young, but. Um, but I, I think at least part of it, you know, and everything has a million causes, and and it's all interconnected. But, but. The kind of person who goes to a movie and says, I demand my right to text while I'm watching the movie doesn't have an appreciation for movies in general. And I think that comes from a depreciation of the value of media in general to people of, you know, the younger you are, the less value media has because it's fucking everywhere in your life. It comes out of some infinite hose (laughs) right into your iPod. So going to the theater. And if we get bored, we make our own on Exactly. Exactly. For that hit. These are people who can't tell the difference between, you know, an Edgar Wright film and some Yabo playing Minecraft on YouTube. They, no. you know, that's all media. That's all entertainment. And they, and so, you know, if you want to sit home and watch a YouTube video and watch some guy play Minecraft and talk to your buddy on the phone while you're doing it, that's cool. 
then they, they just they, they don't they just but there's not an innate di- sense of distinction directly translate that to going to the theater and watching Iron Man and right. talking to your buddy on the phone because it's all media and it's all there all the time and none of it has any more value than any other part of it so it's a depreciation of the movie experience and I think that's that's inevitable in in many ways to that generation and I think probably 20 years from now there probably will be a different way of absorbing and it might well be the norm that people go to the movie theater to you know to text and you know do whatever but or they might not go to the movie theater at all yeah the the bizarre thing to me and as many 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 people point out it's like why would you pay $15 <laughs> to sit in a room and not pay attention like you can do yeah. that at home if you just wait if you wait a month you'll be able to get that movie legitimately now <laughs> somehow yeah. in the comfort of your home and it's you know an indie just film, not you can even, get it the same day on yeah, iTunes exactly so so why why go why make a thing of going to the theater if you're not going to bother with the theater experience if yeah. you're just going to try and turn it into your home theater experience in that case the question becomes so why why don't you want it if it's if it's fine for them and if they don't care and they don't mind spending the 15 bucks and I'll be the first to say it I don't care where you are in the theater. If you're in front of me, certainly. If you're to the side, same deal. The light is incredibly distracting. Right. And yeah. not in like well, a mighty blah, blah, blah way, but it's just sort of like, a oh, something's happening over here, and it pulls you out of the movie, which is distracting. But then again, so does like, you know, crying babies and shit like that. And they have mommy screenings where mm-hmm. all the moms come and bring all the babies, and it's like this little quarantine zone. Uh, yeah, which, I mean, and we, we, if someone hated babies, that'd be an excellent terrorist, Mark. And we all, we all hate the parents who like have the screaming baby and don't take it out. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, that's... that's. And I think we all are on fa- in favor of... It's not like we the, just hate the kids with their iPhones. It's, it's yeah. you know, anyone yeah. who's it's being a, a bag at the theater. You yeah. want it for... Because for us, we go to the movies to watch the friggin' movie, and, uh, you know, that's at a theater. It's like if we're at home and watching a movie, then we'll fucking talk all through it, you know, but, but you can also but, pause it. Yeah, exactly. You can pause it and go to the bathroom and stuff like that. And yeah. so it's it, it is a different context I was in, kinda, in those terms. I was kind of surprised to find out just based on like mostly honestly Tumblr comments, how <laughs> how not obvious and like a an, a an agree upon part of the social contract this was how many people were like whoa whoa i didn't realize like you can't even like look at your phone in the theater that's a jesus guys it's kind of fucking hardcore don't yeah. you think i didn't realize how many stop people bullying me. didn't realize yeah stop <laughs> bullying me one guy the guy was it anil one of the guys who who said uh people who like he called them shushers yeah, people yes. go that's the one they really are. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm you're sh- bullying that was, me that was the one i'm gonna smack the next person that does that that was that was the guy no the the he was the one who basically compared trying to keep people from looking at their yeah. phone in the theater <laughs> to, to defending slavery, slavery. Yeah. to defending slavery and i was like are you exactly for yeah. real this is he, well his, his argument was that you know people always fall back it's like tra- you know tradition well that's the same argument that they had for slavery it's like well, just because it was used for slavery doesn't mean it's a totally invalid argument in all cases. First of all, that's a logical fallacy. Something we traditionally can... think it's bad to kill people. That's right. It's, yeah. it's a tradition that we don't kill people. Progress comes yeah. in many forms, Trey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so. yeah, that 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 particular article was just up and that down was, with yeah. ad hominems and that stuff. Was like, oh, you well, told something so that, cute. That was the last one I was reading before this. <laughs> but then that's somebody, my hyperbole. I somebody I don't feel so bad that we fucking ruined the planet because, like, hey, good luck, assholes. Well, see ya. <laughs> Go to the movie theater and text about that, you global warming twats. I think it's be. <laughs> <laughs> we ruined it. Now you can have it. So uh, you know, if that's if that's who, if that's who we're leaving the planet to, then I'm not so bad. <laughs> it's all right. I'm assuming that you guys have the same reaction I do when like a light goes on or someone starts talking. Like it immediately, like you something about your brain. Like you're sitting in front of something that's incredibly bright. 
incredibly loud and yet something about your brain puts like 100% of your attention on the thing that's happening like just to your left or to your right like you, you just can't ignore that screen more specifically you can't ignore the conversation behind you it just it just grabs your attention and, and holds on to it that happens to all of you guys right or is that just me I, I yeah I mean I think it's basic neurolog- yeah, neurology I don't- that something happens in your periphery your brain goes I better make sure that's not a fucking tiger yeah. and it doesn't matter is if there's movement your and, brain and responds your, to your it. eye is drawn to br- I mean something that they even know in you know in films and stuff like that it's like your eye is going to be drawn to the brightest thing and so you know people cinematography and stuff and color color grading and and all of that they use they use that to draw your eye to whatever they want you to look at or they use it to make sure your your eye is not being drawn to the wrong side of frame and then in the room in this in the black space around this there's a suddenly bright thing so your imme- of course your attention is immediately right. going to go towards it what's that thing now i wonder if this is the sort of thing that Obviously, if if the whole culture goes this way, then we have nothing to say about it because, oh, shit, damn, there it went. But if there's going to be like a last stand sort of deal where it's like, all right, at this point, we really have to have this conversation and we collectively decide that we're not going to do the texting in the theater thing. Go out into the hall if you want to do that. Is that the sort of thing that should be like regulated by the movie theaters? Should it that is. just be Most should there be the like time, an yeah. it gets better campaign where it tells everyone shush everybody? I mean, should it, should it be the sort of thing that yeah, everyone... See something, say something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or, like, could it be something that's adopted by fucking cell phone providers? One of the things that was interesting when I was asking people earlier today about what do you think about this whole idea, I got a message from Spork on our forums who said, I think it'd be kind of cool if there was, like, a, you know, movie theater mode on your phone that you put your phone into. And what ends up happening is it when someone calls you or texts you, it sends them back a message that says... I'm in a movie right now. Unless it's an emergency, can you call back later? Well, you know, it's perfectly plausible. And I, I, I imagine theaters probably don't do this because probably they, they would maybe think of it as a, as a detriment to business because, you know, the bottom line is, is business. Um, it's, it's very easy to jam a cell phone signal. And in fact... Make what, the theater a Faraday cage? Well, yeah. One of the places that one of the places I know of that certain places would, will jam a cell phone signal is Trader Joe's jam cell phones huh. because they have narrow aisles. And, really? Yeah. And they, you know, not every one of them, but Trader Joe's will, you know, some Trader Joe's stores have, have cell phone jammers because they have narrow aisles and some twat will stand there in the aisle texting and no one can get past them you know they're standing there not shopping they're just texting away and it jams the aisles and so they've some Trader Joe's I know because I know someone who you know was a was a manager there and said that they literally jam cell phone signals in the store so people don't freaking text interesting yeah so I I don't see why you know a theater if if, oh so some 20 somethings go hey my thing doesn't work it's like that's right you don't have to tell them it's on purpose yeah no no signal sorry this is an old building it's got real steel uh, reinforcement but uh, it's made of kryptonite fuck you yeah I think the answer my answer would be just get a get a get a jammer and just uh, because sometimes there are situations in which it would be reasonable for somebody like a husband whose wife is about to go into labor or somebody who has a sick relative. Yeah, yeah. the movies. Yeah, well, well, it's possible though. Or just at work. I've done where I was working at the asylum. I um, I had some like render or data transfer or something that was going to take like six hours. So it's like, I got nothing to do but watch this progress bar go. So I'll go fucking watch a movie across the street and come back. But I gave my number to, I made sure the line producer had my number and so she could call me if something came up well, and she did and I left. Well, I think now we're at the point where it may well, you know, I, it's probably a lawsuit at somewhere where someone establishes their right to a cell phone signal at all places, you know, versus someone's right to, to jam a cell phone signal. And, and the NSA is just laughing like, I, ha, ha, ha. I don't, I don't think it's in the constitution that you have a right to cell coverage 
everywhere you go. So I thought that was talking about having a constitutional right, but I'm talking about well, in that case, then I'm fucking jamming you because it's not if it's not against the law, I'm doing it, and you know. be, right. be advised if your wife's going into labor, don't come to my movie theater. That's all I'm saying. So, do you think oh, yeah. that it? Okay. What have you guys ever actually gotten into an altercation in a theater of any sort? Even like anything that got heated when you were trying to tell someone to shut up or something like that? Has that ever happened to you? It have hasn't you yet. My favorite. This no. happened recently. I was. I've had a couple of occasions. Actually, just the last movie I saw, there were oh Wolverine. There were a bunch of people like checking their phones. The movie had started rolling, and someone was checking it. I was like, okay, she's wrapping up. And then she went over to Facebook, and I was like, okay, I'm literally counting to five, and then I'm going to say something. And she actually put it away beforehand, but I was like, okay, this is... She was next against the wall. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And when I went to see Now You See Me with a friend recently, uh, there were a pair of older women sitting next to us that were talking all throughout the movie and my favorite part was when the guy behind them started talking during the movie and they turned around to shush him <laughs> i was nice. very amused by that wasn't it we, were, we you and i were at some some theater it was a while ago maybe it was iron man or something like that where there's a guy literally just took a phone call yeah and, and i think just, it was iron man yeah. yeah and just a guy just like, did someone talk to him like say dude get the hell out of here no it wasn't a, it wasn't no, a full so. screening it was kind of toward the end of the iron man run so it wasn't like a full house or anything so the guy was very he was sitting by himself he was isolated you know, we, any one of us who would, was going to shush him us bullies would have had to yell because he was so far away We're like dude you know which probably would have been worse yeah I guess so. was just, but this guy was just having you know a conversation at normal conversational level you know he took the call and then proceeded to continue yeah. to take the call yeah and just kept on going so it wasn't like hey i'm in a theater tell my wife I love her and I'll be there in a second. He <laughs> just, you know, kept on talking. So that's, that was that was delightful. We went to see, uh, I, I went with Anthony to go see Kung Fu Panda 2 and speaking of, of kids and screenings, the, it was like, it was like the the moms, it was like a mommy screening but the, like for, for the, the sake of the because because they sat on one side of the theater and put their kids over on the other side of the theater, <laughs> and they were and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna nice. have our little henpecking conversation over here, and the kids are just gonna run rampant over on that side of the Jesus. theater." So we we actually got a refund for we watched the whole movie, and then we came out and we're like that. And uh, Anthony was more upset, and he demanded a refund for all of us, and and we got it. So, um, yeah, that that was probably the worst <laughs> well what i don't like about this whole thing is it's odd that he got it because usually the thing is like if you spend more than half the movie in there they're just going to go like you really could have said something at some point before this don't you think and what sucks about that is that that means you either have to leave the movie uh you the person who is being so distracted you have to leave the movie before it's half over to get your money back if you do or intervene in some way and it's they take absolutely no part of the sort of responsibility for the experience that they're charging you for, which is sort of a weird paradigm, because at that point, you feel like I feel like it should be their job. Like the Arclight is pretty good about this. They'll actually, you know, yeah, they they're, they're, that, a, they're a premium theater. And they make that announcement at the beginning. Yeah, they, they, you know, they say we're going to stand here. We're going to keep checking if you're talking, if you enter the movie after the movie has started. You know, they're very like kind of in your they, face about like, don't fucking do it. These are they, these are thirty five dollar seats. You're not doing yeah, that. They shit. do that less now. The, the last part they used to if the movie had started rolling, like after the yeah. first five minutes, they wouldn't even let you in. You just had to go get your money back. But they don't do that as much anymore. I find and that's a bummer. But in any case, but they take sort of like a personal role in the thing that they're doing, their service. Yeah. Well, that was the, that was the whole reason for the ArcLight's existence is like to to bring back like 
the premium movie experience. Like, you know, yeah, you know how you, you know, everything's at a strip mall and, and going to the movie theater sucks. Well, here's a nice one. We have nice wide seats and you can have gourmet popcorn and a you drink can have a cocktail and, and, yeah. and reserve seating. And, you know, we, we, you know, enforce the rules and we don't let people run around and, you know, and that's, that's the whole point of the arc light. And that's why they, you know, they, they, they established that there was a market for that. Well, I would just wonder what would happen because my first question was going to be, if they did more of those, if in your area, person who's listening who doesn't live in Los Angeles, if they had the premium theater where it's five bucks more, but it's nice and there's assigned seating and they're kind of keeping an eye on shit. More than anything, the assigned seating is what I pay the money yeah, for. Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. And, it, and you have a certain amount of you know, insurance against having a negative theater experience. Would that be something you'd pay a premium for? And if so... We're back to talking about making extra theaters for a certain group of people. It's just us. It's just us going, all right, fuck the whole world unless it's a pristine theater experience. I'm yeah, not going to the I movies pay, anymore. I will pay extra not to have to sit next to that texting guy. That's the, <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, is he there, doesn't need a custom theater. I need a custom theater. And, I mean, that exists already to to an extent because, yeah, we, we have the Arclight. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, we also have the dollar theaters where you go and see, you yeah. know, two months after it's come out, you go see Iron Man 3. Sure. And it's, you know, it's... You know. Lower income families that are ten, you know, tend and the to be, print is beat up and the, the sound is beat up and, and it's people you know, who generally so yeah. yeah only care about a movie enough to pay a dollar fifty for it so it's so they don't have the you know so premium movie experience appreciation yeah, nor, do, nor, do they, nor do they care just, about paying oh, oh. fifteen bucks for and a at ticket. the same time it's like sometimes if I'm going to see you know Transformers three or whatever at the at the two dollar theater now it's like six dollars but you know the dollar theater whatever it is you go in and see i know i'm like okay i'm not getting the premium like even the print like you said the it print looks is like shitty. a grindhouse movie. Not, yeah i'm yeah. going i'm going to exactly i'm going to see it as a grindhouse movie i accept that that is my, my experience i wouldn't be surprised if there's just people roller skating in the front of the theater yeah. like i have no idea i just i you know i like that idea a lot i just wonder if that's the sort of thing because if we're getting to the point where the stated purpose of a movie theater is something that we're now considering making like a premium thing you can do with it like you can go to the movie and just watch it and no one's going to talk or text or shit while they're <laughs> yeah, there really. that, that is interesting and then if someone is going to buy into that like you know if we're going to actually keep that theater afloat you know in poughkeepsie where okay we've decided that we're going to do one of these things if enough people go there and keep it afloat that's great but those are the people that are the sort of um, I guess genuine movie audience, yeah. which means that our movie theater thing is about to fall apart. Because if if we're if we're if we have to make a special theater for just a few people who want to have a real good movie experience, and the other people are just doing this because it's a thing to do, but they're getting massively overcharged for something that they could do at Starbucks for free. I feel like then the major theater chains just go. Thump. Pretty much, it becomes like you know, like live theater or opera. <laughs> you know, only a few people go to those. You know, my aunt tried to drag me to a movie last week. You guys, yeah. Jesus oh my god. Christ. Oh, it was excruciating. We had they're to like wait. two. They're like two hours long. Did you we know had that? to wait for it to start? It was all dark. It was really weird. You know? I couldn't pause it when I had I to couldn't pee. Couldn't pause it. I had to pee. <laughs> no one would tell me what happened when I got back. <laughs> there was nowhere for me to write down what I thought of it in lowercase with bad punctuation. There was only one screen. It was really oh weird. yeah, the 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 argument for the multi-screen experience—it's like that offends me even in my own house. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. when I'm watching Walking Dead, and they were like, "Pull up the app on your on your iPad yeah, so you, you can watch a lot." Fuck you! I'm not I'm not doing homework while you show me a goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, I just want to enjoy the show. Although actually, though I haven't done it, I that would actually be really nice for Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> yeah. <Just keep> <laughs> who is who is this guy? Yeah. Just see, see the great thing about it. <laughs> see, I I I like I like that experience, but I only do it at one screen at a time. Like I totally participated in the massive Sharknado live tweet, uh. but I've never seen Sharknado. <laughs> I was just doing the tweet, you know, because I don't need to watch Sharknado. <laughs> Hour two, they still don't suspect. <laughs> I, I know exactly what Sharknado is. I don't ever need to see it. Well, I wonder if this is part of a broader thing that uh, you know. This I don't want to get beyond the purview of. Not only this conversation, guess, but guess, our, our place here. But this- I guess I have done that a few times with. I've done that with, uh, uh, with not with fiction. I've do, I've done it with like the Oscars out live tweet. Oh and sure. Like- uh, uh, from your living the, room yeah. yeah exactly I didn't go to a theater and be like where, where people Dork were watching Dorkman goes Oscar to the movies. Met and live tweets the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> yeah exactly I plan to go to the uh, the, the Rift Track Starship Troopers um, show next week and yell at the screen just because I want to you know totally go meta with it <laughs> in any case I wonder not to get beyond the purview of this conversation or our place in you know the larger conversation on the internet but I wonder if part of this is just literally I think the definition of common courtesy is outdated at this point, and we need to, as a sort of culture, re-examine what it means now. Because well, there's there's a new now. way, there's a new way, a whole new way, a series of new ways. <laughs> you guys are this close to going these kids today. Yeah, well, people, it's it. just there's no for real though. No, for real though. <laughs> there's a whole <laughs> new series of ways. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> to, it's different this time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Go no, ahead. There's a whole new series Go of ways on. to be inconsiderate. Now, and it's this. Okay, I'll say it. These kids today, <laughs> yeah. the new generation of kids, all of them, all of them, all the time, are used to a, a, a thing that we previously would have considered hyper inconsiderate, and that just brings us to the movie theater. But it's everywhere else. Yeah. I wonder if just it's that common courtesy is it needs some like a little bill of rights added to the bottom of it where we talk about here's what's allowed here's what's not you know and that goes from talking in at the restaurant and then answering texts and all that shit just but figuring I, out the I agreement it, of what we think is okay but i think it is it does come down to the same thing which is just like not interfering with another person <laughs> it's like fine text all you want at the mall and have your nose and shit while there's plenty of shit yeah. going on around you fine but if if i have to look at your text <laughs> in, in your screen then you're then you're getting in you know you're inconveniencing me and that's i i think that's the common thread all along and it's just a matter of and i think it i think it is a matter of because it keeps coming up i think it is just a generational thing where yeah. there's a certain there's a certain age where you realize oh other people exist and are people and i should probably be concerned with that <laughs> And it's like you have to get up to a certain age before you really understand and, and appreciate but that. I so I think so ki- it's one thing with kids, but but there's another thing with people our age who still have that problem. But I think there's a flip side to it where there really is. I mean, and, and, and there may well be, you know, many many pa- papers to be written and dissertations and and uh, you know back you know histories to be to be told in the future. But you know, the, more and more and more. The younger you get, I mean, you guys are more used to being wired than I am, mm. you know, and, and we all met online. You know, I'm I'm just cool enough to have been an Internet user. But the idea of like being online all the time, even though even though I am even I am online all the time, essentially. But that's because I work at my desk and my desk is online. You tweeted I, about a pillow yesterday. Exactly. To, to this, but but I don't I don't have a device that's you know, this device I don't carry with me normally. This oh, okay. I don't have a phone that, that accesses the internet. I don't I'm not I'm not twenty four seven wired other than the fact that I'm usually at my desk because that's my life. Yeah. But if I had a life that led me away from my desk, I would not be online all the time. Um, I could receive regular phone text messages and that's that's the limit of what I'm capable of when I'm not at my actual desk. So, you know, I, you guys are much more wired than I am in in terms of 24-7 being on the internet. Um, and then, but the generation beyond you is even more so. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. is so connected. So the, I think there's the idea of 
being in you know in meat space is the place that is not the real world. It's, and, the, ma- it's, the, it's the matrix. It's the matrix. The, they're actually in the matrix all the time. Yeah. And bumping into you know bumping into meat meat in the in the real world is just is the inconvenient part. And you know it's really rude of you know the other pieces of meat to ask you to not be a person anymore and <laughs> you know not be in the and not be on the grid you know so it's, right. it's, so that's that that's the only that's the only part of the whole you know this whole argument on the on the internet that we've had this past week that that i the weird sense of entitlement where this one douchebag kid said that his ability to text in the theater was some kind of divine right no. and anyone who says otherwise is a shusher and a bully that's what you're saying is like yeah. you know the idea that no see that's that's you're the aberration and and again it's it's just because your desire to constantly play words with friends or whatever it is you're doing somehow doesn't you know it doesn't actually supersede someone else's you know needs which is to actually watch the movie that they paid to see yeah so i have no problem with you know them having their own space where they can do whatever just like you know you can have a theater screening where the kids can throw paper airplanes or whatever else as long as those are the ground rules walking in i would go to that yeah that's totally cool you know i would like to go to a movie that's all in a like a ballroom Ooh, <laughs> you know not like not a yeah, dance yeah, yeah. ballroom but a ballroom you know like at ikea you know the, the room full of <laughs> ball, big plastic like a ball, balls like a ball pit and we, yeah like a ball pit or, or one of those trampoline rooms you know where you yes. can just like bounce around you know i'm totally into that so as long as you know going in that's fine but this, yeah. the, now, but the, now mom we are going to the trampoline screening okay but the but <laughs> she's in a wheelchair it was just that one weird sense of entitlement which may be a, just a question of that person's youth or i hope is not a societal trend where the person was like, it's my right to be on my iPhone when I go to the movie theater and you just have to deal with it. Because, well, there, there was also the misunderstanding in that, uh, in that particular post of what constitutes a public space. Yeah. yeah, that too. There, there He's was, like, I'm in a public space. It's my right as American. Yeah. It's like if I'm if I'm if I'm walking around, you know, in the mall or something like that, and I'm I'm texting and tweeting. Like, you don't have a right to tell me not to. So just because you know, there's this. Uh, it's like and I walk but, into the theater at yeah, the mall. It's not a public space. You are paying. You are renting a seat. It is yeah. a private space that you have rented so, uh, the 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 licensed that seat to participate in the I viewing bought, of a. Particular. I bought one seat of Transformers. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> I put one share of transformers, right? And uh, so that that is also where you know the miss because there's there's also the like you make the argument where it's like well I paid fifteen dollars to watch this movie or or whatever it is I should get to watch it uninterrupted and they'll come back at the opposite they're like well I paid fifteen dollars to watch it too I should get to watch it how I want to watch it you know and it's like well but. That, my that just, is kind of a slippery slope. It is, well, but, but it's it's kind of like the same argument with everything else. My sitting here silently <laughs> doesn't change your experience. You doing your thing over there with your phone changes my experience. The same argument applies to someone who says, like, "When I go to the theater, I like to stand on the seat and put my hands in the air and and, and you know sing about trains." Like, yeah. Well, that's technically as an American, you have that right. Yeah, <laughs> but but just in social Darwinism, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get your yeah. shit. Promptly I mean, right. like, there's a reason why the movie theater is where we use the free speech analogy, yeah. which is, you know, it's like the, yeah. you, you, you don't have the right to use your Kindle fire in a movie theater. <laughs> and so the the you know, the idea of there is a public space. But yes, it's not quite a public space. The government doesn't run the movie theater. <laughs> a private company runs the movie theater and they establish the rules and they still have the right, whether they choose to enforce it or not. Right. To say who can come and go to the movie theater. Um, now, you did mention with the Alamo Draft House. There is that classic 
little yeah. draft house uh, yeah. uh, they, they, voicemail, which is fantastic. They put up, a, if you haven't seen this, and I'm sure you have, just if you're listening to this podcast, you have the same sort of social circle as we do. So we all have the same like movie friends who like movie blogs and shit. So you might have seen this already. But the Alamo Draft House, which is a theater chain now, I think, in Austin, Texas. Yeah, they're about to bring one to LA, actually. Yay! That'll be good. Nice. And they do, you know, it's like a bar and grill screening, but it's fun and, you know, all that stuff. But they have a very specific don't fucking text, don't fucking talk thing going on for most of their stuff. Uh, and I think everyone is supposed to know that. I feel like as someone who's never fucking been to Austin, yeah. I know that about that theater there. So I feel like it's impossible for someone to live in Austin and walk in the door and not know that. But in any case, apparently some lady went in and was talking and texting and she got kicked out. And then she left an angry voicemail like, hey, fuck you. This is how you treat your customers in America and all that stuff. In the magnetic states of America. In the magnetic states of America. All you can update is strength. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, they basically made like a little like animated typography video out of it where her words are on screen. And it's, you know, it's set to like a funny like bebop little loop. Yeah. And it's just a thing that's, you know. And she, they show she, it at the Elmo Draft House. And they show house. it at the Draft House. <laughs> that's and it's, it's like, well, thank you very much for taking my money and kicking me to the curb and making me feel like a customer and then it just goes you're welcome no texting <laughs> yeah that's a and that video it? no it, texting it's got like three million out. views and it's a lot of fun it's and, great you know but it, it, it's it's just i've this is part of a larger thing for me where i am the fucking movie theater's core audience <laughs> i'm the guy that goes to movies the most demographically and i don't care about movies as much as I used to. I don't care about the movie theaters as much as I used to, partially because I'm slave to the overall sort of entitlement 24-7 wired culture, but not so much that I text during the movies. It's just that I'm like, I could watch this on Netflix in three months. Who gives a shit? I don't, I'm not going to go. It's expensive and I don't care. And there's always people that are texting, but <laughs> I'm the guy like you're catering to people like me as the default, at least for the next generation or two, not them. And I'm not interested in going to movies anymore as much as I used to be. And I wonder if this is, you know, but slowly you- spelling. It's not like it's not like the issue itself came to a head this past week. It's that conversation about it happened this past week. It's, yeah. it's no worse than it was last week. It's just, well, incrementally <laughs> worse. We, we discovered that there's a contingent of these young douchebags who... It's not that they don't realize it. It's that they think it's some kind of civil right. We are yeah. legion. <laughs> Expect us. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm the, the movie theater is driving me out of it, man. And I, I feel like they should be well, more not, like in your face about it, or at least just culturally, we need to have a better sense but of the, the, quest, but the benchmark mean, for what courteous means. Now. But you're, well, you're talking about two different things because you're talking, talking about like how five different things. You're no, yeah, you're no longer interested in the movies, and then you also have the thing where it's like, and also the people who are going to movies suck and ruin the experience. For well, that's me. all part of the going to the movies thing. I'm just saying, I feel like there, th- this is like a moment in time where movie theaters should be having a conversation at least internally about should we police this because will this have a negative effect on us writ large just this very simple thing of should we have one minimum wage worker stand in a theater all the time and just go hey hey you know and slap him on the wrist <laughs> a professional shusher yeah a professional shusher <laughs> a professional bully <laughs> Nazi <laughs> Germany yeah. they used to be called but ushers I just wonder yeah. if they're <laughs> and now they're called shushers I, you know <laughs> I would be surprised if they're not at least <laughs> trying to usher. if they're not at least trying to collect data on that and find out to what extent is us not interfering with these people I, affecting our well, the, the other thing is that, I mean you're saying that as you are the core demographic you, no. you are you are the money that they want to grab to have most of all I'm the guy is, who gets the theater really, as much as possible given the right circumstances except, except that isn't really the case because if the, the majority is people who want to fucking talk yeah. they don't care who's in the seats as long as somebody pays for the fucking yeah, seat yeah that's the thing it's like, it's like I think, I think they're probably doing studies on that but it, the studies may not be the, give, give the results that we're looking for yeah, but eventually they're going to get wise to the fact that they could do that for free on the other, on the other hand I, I, when I look at when I look at people who are talking you know 
the theater attendance is down. Everyone's always talking about theater attendance is, is down, and they're trying all oh, these. Oh, that's a good idea, Nate, to stand in front of a movie theater with a gun, even <laughs> an airsoft one. No, yeah, thank you. That works really well. No, thank you. Um, the the whenever these these stories come out where they're talking about you know theater attendance is down and they're desperately trying 3D and smell vision and all this shit to try and get people to come to the theater because they assume it's it's because well they can get the experience at home and it's not a, it and but part of it is they can get the experience at home without having to deal with the other people and all the commentary i always see in in the comments and people talking about the articles on twitter everywhere is people talking about People talking and texting and making the experience not worth it for them. So it's like that is the number one. I don't know if that's actually the number one reason, but it's, it's a huge talking point. Anecdotally, the number one stated reason I see right. for the reduction of, of theater attendance. Right, but does that represent statistically the the majority or is it know. the vocal minority? Yeah. We don't well, know. Yeah. yeah, the plural of. But like Trey says, data, I'm sure somebody is working on. And ten years from numbers. now, will it be the? Will it? Will it have flipped? Will it be like? Well, I don't go to theaters that don't let me text because what, those guys what, are bullies, man. Screw that. You know, no, but so. I just had a really amusing idea. Uh, I feel like Fred Kwan over here. Uh, I just had a really amusing idea. Uh, what if instead of having the professional shisher stand off to the side and slap you with a yardstick if you start texting, what if you have a professional helper? Someone who sits up next to the projector or in a sky seat looking down, and the second they see a phone come on, they press a button that puts a huge watermark over the movie <laughs> and says, someone's texting, ha ha, someone's texting, literally like covering up most of the movie so that the An entire theater, <laughs> yeah, until the entire theater is like, fucking come on, we can't see, ah! well, well, it's and the digi- guy just puts their phone away. You can just pause the movie. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun too. But the, I honestly feel like if it was happening under the guise of a positive moment, people would take that as their opportunity to pummel him. I just like the idea of just putting up this big fucking flashing thing that is totally covering up the movie, making it so much worse that everyone has to react. Someone, someone well, I think, all I, like, think a, I think a spotlight should come on. Yeah, yeah right on the spotlight. And just like dink. Yeah, someone someone did Most point out. Wouldn't care. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Some people did point out in people the do it on uh, purpose. Uh, in the chat. I don't remember quite who it was, but there is a story about uh, in. I believe in London, there's a theater with theater ninjas. Did you see this this story? No. There are people who, who dress, I mean, we're talking about, you know, the professional. There are people, they've hired people to dress all in black in the theaters, like, and stand against the walls, and if they see someone whip out their phone, they will sneak up to them and take the phone out of their hand <laughs> and then disappear. <laughs> so there, there are the ninjas watching you for your phone, and they will take your phone away from wow. you if you text during the movie. Someone in England... And you were mad at me for jamming. Just, just go to the movie theater in black clothes at one of those theaters, take a couple phones, and leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I they'll be like, one of your guys took the phone, and they're like, we don't have we don't, phone. We don't have, we don't have phone ninjas here. Yes, you do. Listen, we've all tried, we've all tried to scoot down into the maybe they, maybe they just slap you or something. I don't know if they take your phone, yeah. but I know they're in there. But but we everybody here has, has the experience of trying to like get down the, the seat and like crawling over the other people, and you're trying to get in the middle from the aisle. There's I don't care. Even a ninja couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get to the center of a theater aisle. A ninja could. Yeah, <laughs> a real they're, one. Not they're, even they're all ninja. hanging from wires yeah. from the ceiling. <laughs> they're like Cirque du Soleil. Like zing. every few weeks, there's a news story about one that just fell. <laughs> right on an old lady. Oh. I don't even know why we're talking about this, though, because in another two years, we're all going to have Google Glass, and it's not going to matter anymore. Yeah, we'll all be texting right to our brains. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. The actual problem with this whole thing is literally just that it distracts others, and once you get past the light and the voice, then your problem is pretty much solved. I guess that's yeah. true. If you, I mean, if you want to distract yourself, go for it, but again, yeah. I don't know why you're paying 15 bucks to do it. Yeah, but that's on them, as long as it's yeah, not it's brighter or noisy. What's going to yeah. happen with Google Glass is that the number of, it's statistically people... Like traffic accidents, pedestrian 
pedestrians getting pasted by trucks is up, <laughs> and that's because of texting. I can't wait to see the fatality count because of Google Glass, <laughs> where someone's walking down the street, literally watching Iron Man as they walk down the street, and gets pasted by a school bus. I think that's going to be fucking awesome. So one of the comments I got today when I was asking the internet at large about this is, uh, I wonder, <laughs> internet? they said something to the effect of, it comes up even more with Google Glass when you think about it. I can't believe there's not a vested interest in cracking down on cell phones in movie theaters just for the fucking bootleg purpose alone. That too. I thought about that, like being being in yeah. a People theater with, their phones with on your in the iPad theater and could stuff. Be filming, yeah. yeah, especially with Google Glass. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're probably gonna make you tick them off. That'd be cool. <laughs> I just go to movie theaters to hang out with people in the real world, man. Again, jamming. That's the secret. Yeah. Jamming. Just pulled a giant Faraday cage. Jamming. Wire them wrong <laughs> on a rainy day. Like, charge less. Like, be like, eh, we're not entirely positive you're not going to die in there. Yeah. Might cook you. We're not entirely sure. <laughs> but the popcorn is fresh. Yeah. If not, slightly burned. Well, you wouldn't get cooked inside of a Faraday cage. No, no but you, I was just imagining that if you, you wired it up wrong, you can yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you're standing in a safe. dome of incredible. If somebody electric. reversed the polarity on the Faraday cage and then rerouted auxiliary power through the the primary manifolds, <laughs> even the even the canvas of your improv is built on Star Trek. Now. Then the Minichlorians would. Uh, <laughs> no, that's that's I, I mean, my my default techno babble is all Star oh. Trek based, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, man. So anyway. I, you know, does this actually present a problem in in the, in the traditional sense? Like, is is this actually a thing that's keeping you guys out of the theater? I mean, well, no, because they're expensive I have and the like, movies. So. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the reason I don't go to movies the most is that I don't want to see them enough to go. Yeah, which seems like a pretty useful threshold. And also, it's pretty fucking pricey. Like, I don't like going to yeah. pretty much any movie theater but the ArcLight yeah. these days. And a typical ArcLight trip for me is in, like in the $30 range just for me alone because I'll always get a scotch first and they charge $15 for a single shot of scotch. I am definitely selective about which movie movies. movie theater is that? <laughs> hey, man, I'll gladly pay it. Uh, That's my premium. <laughs> I'm definitely selective about which movies I will go see in the theater. And they are, you know, okay, Pacific Rim, Elysium, I will go see in the theater. Yeah. And they're absolutely movies that go, oh, I want to see that, but I'm not going to bother seeing it in the theater. Um and I think we've talked about that before, but that's the world we're heading to, and that's fine. Uh, I mean, that's theoretically, yeah, I'm okay that's true with for that. Everybody. That's true for me. You know, I'm as old school as it gets, but now that there now that there is iTunes and Netflix and things like that, you know, I have that option. Is you know, the, twenty yeah. years ago, the option was well, you see it or you buy a eighty dollar VHS. Well, I'm going to go fucking see it then. No, right. never mind. But um, or wait three years for it to be on TV. But but uh, but now it's like you know, yeah, I'm like yeah, why get my you know why should I put on real pants and get to a movie theater just to watch We're the Millers, you know? It's like, I think I can, I'm not really feeling inspired to go see We're the Millers and I'm not dating, so I don't, you know, I don't right. need to like, you know, go feel somebody up on Friday night in a movie theater. I'm not 16 and dating, so so there's that and that's why there's always going to be movie theaters. I mean, everyone says, yeah, the movie theater experience is dying. Well, kids have to go somewhere to make out on Friday night and it has to and be And the dark, car wash is full. Dark, dark and air conditioned and their parents aren't there and all that. So, so you know, the movie theaters are, are going to be around. But, Again, that has nothing to do with the quality of the movie going experience or whether they care about texting or not. That 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 generation has never cared about the movie going experience. So I think that we should get in on a project to have incredibly premium theaters and we, we put them in cities everywhere. They're very small so that our overhead is low because not everyone's going to want to do that shit. But the, so, the, but the so right we'll just, ones will. we'll just rent apartments in various yeah. <laughs> cities and and that's what's little. happening. Oh my god, that's what's happening. And now you go to someone else's house to watch it as quietly <laughs> exactly. as possible, and you go to the movie theater to talk with. Yeah, people. the movie theater is where you talk in text. It's like, dude, come over to my house. <laughs> come over to my house. No one talks. We sit quietly on a couch. I've got a big screen TV. I kick people out of my house for talking. It's not a bad idea to just like invest in an yeah. apartment and a with private, a super a private screening room, super setup. Yeah, AV setup. 
That's not bad. And you just <laughs> I think we should cut this part out of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're getting, we need to talk to some venture capitalists right away. <laughs> well, I, I know of one, but I don't know if he'd go in for it or not. <laughs> He's, he has his own movie experience thing idea right now. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, the other aspect of the whole theater thing, just getting a little bit away from the shushers textures argument is I, in the last couple of years, I've gotten way less interested in midnight screenings because I have, I, I feel gonna, like I was going to, I feel like midnight follow up on that if you didn't, not yeah. to be totally fucking highfalutin, but I feel like movie like midnight screening culture has really gotten screwed up since Harry Potter. Well, it's not only that. What happened? What my it's a correlation, not a causation. I think it's just recently. It's not what it used to. My be. feeling is, I actually a, a bunch of people because uh, uh, my buddy uh, Brandon went to Elysium. Uh, and bought a bunch of tickets yeah, and was was putting. So you went, okay? I was. There. You went with him. A bunch. He put out a call to you know his friends and was like, "Who wants tickets to Elysium?" And like everybody assumed that I had gone. <laughs> everyone was like, "How was Elysium?" I'm like, "I didn't go." <laughs> uh, but uh, everyone thought because I I almost always go to midnight screenings, and I th- I think it was Pacific Rim. Uh, after Pacific Rim, I went. You know what? I think I'm okay with. I'm not going to do midnight screenings for a little while for for a number of reasons. Number one, I'm actually working regularly right now, which is atypical and tired. It's, so <laughs> I'm getting five hours of sleep before Friday. Not a yeah, good idea. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, so there's that, but there's also the aspect of nowadays. Like it, it, it used to be a thing where you had to. It you used had to, to be weird. It used to be weird. You had to buy your tickets well in advance. You had to line up to buy the tickets, yeah. let and, alone. And you knew that there was a threshold. To get of everyone the that's doing this is as insane about this product or franchise as I am. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna be there with a bunch of people in fucking weird outfits, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, but and not only that, it, it, and and not only is it easier to get tickets to a midnight screening because they'll show you know they'll they'll open up six screens for it that night because midnight screenings were like a thing and a bunch of people do it, but. You know, in the in the three days leading up to it, they'll just suddenly go, oh, 10 p.m. sneak peek. So now any dickhead can just walk up and go, oh, sure, yeah, I'll see it. That seems like a reasonable hour. And so my whole point was I want to be part of the fir- the group of the people who first see this movie. I get to see it and enjoy it and really be. And then it's like, nope, there was there were five screenings yeah. three hours before yeah, you. They, yeah. d- they did that with Star Trek when I specifically had. Uh, friends come flying into mm-hmm. town yeah. so we could have the midnight experience together. And then they pulled that shit with yeah. Into Darkness. They all do that happened now. with Elysium when I went with Brandon. Pacific, the other day. Pacific Rim had 10 p.m. screenings. I went. I actually went to the 10 p.m. Wolverine screening because I was like, okay, I know how this rolls now. Yeah. Mike, you um, have to be the change you want to see in the world. Well, I am. I'm, I'm just going to the screenings that, that I get, feel like buying the morning of instead of yeah. like getting amped about midnight and, and that's because, bringing a bunch of coffee. That's because the, you know, the studios go, oh, that's this, you know, these midnight screenings on now it's on like Wednesday night they have yeah. them sometimes. This is just a way of increasing the opening weekend take which yeah. is the whole point it's like so they, they they market and encourage you to go to the midnight yeah it's a midnight screening which is basically just now it's just another screening it's nothing right. special yeah. about it yeah but it used to be like just like for me and i this is weird because it used to just be this thing that they never did that they didn't do that a lot it was like okay so there's a new star wars yeah. movie coming out after yeah. 30 now years it's for, now it's for everything yeah and now, and, and, and it was a weird thing. Like we did that in high school. I was so, in high like, school. Like speaking of Meet the Millers, they had yeah. midnight screenings. Yeah. Oh boy, I want to be the first to see really make, stay up late yeah. to see Meet the oh, Millers. Jesus. Midnight but it Thursday. Was, like there, you know, not to get all fucking nostalgic on it, but for the uh, Revenge of the Sith midnight screening, we had to be lined up four hours in advance because they didn't do advanced ticket sales at that theater. Yeah. So it's like you're lining up outside of the box office, and the crowd is a group of people that have to line up outside the box office. So they're all there at four. They're all really 
fucking weird, cool Star Wars fans that are yeah. having lightsaber fights and being dorks. And by the end of the night, we're all like so amped up on our own like collective. We just made a Comic Con and there's like this perfect little dome of Comic Con in the middle of Indianapolis. <laughs> and you know, we're singing like Bohemian Rhapsody as a line and shit like that. Yeah. And when the manager walks out, we all sing the Imperial March. And it's this big fucking weird like, oh, this is so cool and exciting, and the cultural experience is wonderful. Stop texting, yay, this is fun. Not really stop texting, but in any case. But now it's just, and then they let you in. Now yeah. it's just like, okay, file on in, and we're gonna watch a uh, midnight screen at twelve oh five screening of uh, yeah. the Millers. Like, there's no buzz, there's no vibe, and that was the fun of it. That was the point of it. Yeah. Back in my day, midnight yeah. screenings meant something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we go to midnight screenings, which was the style at the time. <laughs> yeah, man, that was how it's we were true, wearing them. But it's man. it's very much it's very much like. You know, um, like Trey was just talking about, it's like it was more valuable because it was rare, and now we get them all the time. So it's like, well, who cares? We'll go to a midnight screening, or we won't, and it'll be, come to about the same thing. Yeah. The only thing about the midnight screening is, if I feel like getting into a costume <laughs> to go watch the movie, people don't think it's weird at a midnight screening. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Well, in Hollywood, nobody ever thinks it's weird. But I've you know only I mean. ever seen you in a costume once, and it was at Comic Con, and you were Calvin. I was saying, if I wanted to, I don't, but people do. <laughs> people get people but I reserve the right to saying, do it. Yeah, if I what want I'm saying to. is, people dress up still for midnight screenings yeah, yeah. not as much as they used to oh I had a really mortifying experience with that once where I was the guy who brought way too much enthusiasm yeah. I went to a midnight screening of snakes on a plane in Memphis now bear in mind nobody else did there was four people in the theater but I thought it was going to be a huge deal because I was reading the internet that week and the internet yeah. told me that was going to be the biggest movie of the week. Yeah, no. But I made a giant balloon hat that was a snakes on a plane hat. It was like, I spent like four hours on it. It was beautiful. And I was going to be like, I'm going to be the king of the line. They're going to think I'm amazing. It was me and two old guys. And I took off my fucking hat and I just fucking watched that movie <laughs> by myself. Watch that movie. I just had to sit there and watch it. Just fucking cold in my heart. <laughs> anyway. Damn. That's a oh, sad, okay. sad story. Yeah, man. This this episode got more depressing than I thought <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, really. What a downer. It's like, holy crap, the Jeez. entire movie theater going experience is changing for the worse, man. I just don't know how to save it. How do you save it? What is there to save? Make arc lights everywhere? Is you that just, the answer? You just, I mean, we're we're privileged enough that the arc light exists and it doesn't seem to be, they're expanding. It doesn't seem to be going yeah. anywhere. They're doing okay. So we just get, have and, to, and we just have to hold it close to our hearts while we have it. Was the one we went to yesterday, Brian, was it, was it AMC or whatever that AMC, one is? Yeah. AMC. And they have the, the special theater, which is the, you know, like well, the nice theater, which is. Yeah. Oh, is that the one like in the, Marina Del Rey? Where no, it's, no, no, uh, no, it's uh, Burbank. Okay. Right across it's from. Just, it's yeah. the big, it's the AMC 16. It's just that. Those two theaters right in the fronts that uh-huh. are the DTX, oh, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. special ones, they right? the, the, you know, digital, the, blah blah blah, whatever. The rake seating and the, yeah. it was like it was like oh this is like an arc light theater. It's nice, you know, as opposed to little cracker boxes that the rest of them mm. are. And uh, so that's you know that's but again we're in Los Angeles where movie appreciation is a thing. Yeah, I, um, it's it's actually been very rare for me that that experience I was talking about with the Wolverine that was like the first time ever I've actually dealt with someone still looking at their phone when the movie came on because it's like in LA <laughs> people generally get it and I've, yeah. I've um, that's the only time I've ever had to deal with that yeah man because we got people who work in film here yeah. we've got murderers here <laughs> that's right <laughs> and there's and, and it's, not, sh- it's not like never the twain shall meet yeah when there's when there's a Venn diagram those yeah. are there's at least <laughs> there's got to be at least one guy <laughs> yeah I can think of a few yeah I know <laughs> yeah oh god I just thought of four different jokes that all of which would get me in trouble so I won't yeah, say any of them anyway nobody in Hollywood's a murderer <laughs> that we can prove <laughs> you have to prove they did it <laughs> yeah. sometimes that even doesn't work anyway uh, 
All right, so that's a weird place to end. Yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. So you know what's uh, another took a, took a left hook there. Another weird thing. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of weird things. Speaking of weird. Speaking of segues. Yeah. Um, well, the, the the other opposite different uh, side of the spectrum is when we saw Pacific Rim yeah. there was a guy who was not uh, and apparently you hadn't noticed him at all Trey, I, didn't but even, he, I never even knew he, he, he was bothering the hell out of me he was so into Pacific Rim the movie and I'm sure it wasn't the first time he had seen it because it was a couple days into its run every time a giant robot did anything or moved at all he you pumped both of his fists in the air arms up and like and like <laughs> did that like at least half a dozen times and probably ten or a dozen times throughout the movie just like super super fucking into it and like it was it was basically it was basically uh midnight uh showing behavior not uh-huh. at a midnight show <laughs> yeah and if it had been a midnight showing and it, that culture had been you know more yeah. uh prevalent throughout the whole theater I would be like, okay, that's that's the movie I came to see, and that's the time. I specifically didn't go see Pacific Rim <laughs> yeah. at midnight because I didn't want to watch it. With I didn't want to be with people. those people. I'm yeah. probably I'm I'm not sure I'm going to see another midnight showing until episode seven. I'm probably I was going to say the same thing. The, the last, yeah. one, excepting Star Trek, which I already mentioned, which was a special case. The last one I was, I saw at midnight was The Hobbit, yeah. and that was a last minute thing because you said on Facebook, "Hey, I've got an extra ticket. Does yeah. anybody want it?" And I, yeah, sure. I ended up fucking sleeping through most of it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's I'm definitely another, another not doing a midnight of the Hobbit. Midnight. There's yeah. two whole REM cycles. In I would movie. go to a midnight of Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> yeah, if there was a midnight of Kick-Ass 2. Oh, I might. I might go to that. I go to that. Mm, damn it. <laughs> I gotcha. But, but, uh, but, yeah. Because I, that's one of the few movies that you know, kind of invites that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Meet the Millers are... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gonna go to Midnight Screening of Oblivion. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, anyway. I'm so pumped for Oblivion. Oblivion actually is a. I, I liked Oblivion. No, no, I no, I, I liked it. Sadly, I mean, Elysium and Oblivion are clearly the two best sci fi movies we've had this, yeah. this summer, and practically the only two movies of the summer that are even worth fucking watching. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and they're not perfect, but, you know, at least they're trying. God knows yeah. someone's yeah. trying still. Yeah, man. And what's funny when Brian said that it reminded me of something that my dad used to complain about. It's the exact same shit. It's the exact same shit at church where people Texting like when they church? get no when they get really really into oh, it the ones they like, say amen after everything not only that yeah, that too that. but also <laughs> like they put up like one arm in praise of Jesus oh, yeah. like and he's like it's really distracting <laughs> and he called them antennas I thought that was hilarious <laughs> it's like oh, there's a bunch in. of antennas at the service today tune in to God he's like trying to listen to the sermon and there's just people raving their hand and all that shit I'm like dad that's what happens when you go to church in Arkansas I don't church know what to is, tell you man church is being ruined by those genuflectors oh dude yeah. we haven't been to church in a while but imagine what it's like now there's texting everyone I mean, yeah, is that a thing? Are churches at mass? Are churches dealing with that? that like, Actually, please I, stop texting during the thing. I just wound up going to like three Catholic masses in a row last week because I there <laughs> Why were two, in God's name. What? There were two. Well, I I <laughs> was on. I was dealing with two funeral services and a wedding the day after oh, those. Wow. That's almost and a movie. I, I just. Yeah, I, I will say that having gone to Catholic high school, I I went and there's a whole call and response. This is totally unrelated yeah. to this conversation at all. But there's <laughs> I think you're just kidding. I, I, I there was there's the usual call and response thing. So you talk at church? Yeah, but but I'm kidding. They have changed the call and response. What? Since I was in since I I was going to Catholic school and I was like so I was totally lo- like I 
just automatically, like without even the first couple of times, I just did it. Like my mouth just did it without me even <laughs> thinking about it because I was so used to it. Pavlov. But I said the wrong thing oh. because they changed it. You're like it. the only person saying it. I'm, I'm the only person saying oh. like the old fashioned version of things. And I was like, this, fu- the, like you've been doing this for 2,000 years. I'm yeah. gone for eight and you fucking change everything. <laughs> fucking change. Like, what the hell? That's like, amazing because they had a big, in the 60s, there was a whole yeah, fucking big thing about it. changing it. And well, they, like, now they Mass isn't anything. allowed anymore. And all that stuff. Well, yeah. It's like when I was, you know, I used to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the East Coast. I came out the West Coast. And Speaking di- of weird rituals, everyone yells different things. You know, yeah. It's like, and I've actually had the experience of going to the going to the Rocky Horror Picture Show and being the only person there who knows what you're supposed to do at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Asshole. And having people like, you know, talk, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, Why are you but, yelling? We're down in front. When, when I start, <laughs> Trey, you were the. Oh, guy. sorry. When do, I start, when do I start with my squirt gun and throwing toast at you? You're gonna really be confused. But then, but then at that point, it's just Trey is like yeah. just the one lone just, guy. I'm the one lunatic in the theater. Is like, you know, <laughs> yeah. And then the like everyone gun. else in the theater is just hoping that they'll come in and like take him out or refund their money. <laughs> if you're the if you're the only amazing. person if you're the only person doing the Rocky R thing at the Rocky R screening, you can be arrested for that you're shit. Just a, you're just like, a dick. There's a lunatic in there. <laughs> just keeps yelling at the movie like it's talking back. I don't know. Anyway, oh, so that was an hour yeah. of sort of depressing, like looking into the future shit. That is like just don't text. Yeah. The it's theater, always yeah. depressing to look into the future. Just yeah. don't do it. Yeah, man. In any case, y'all turn off your fucking phones at the theater, right? No, yeah. Okay, yeah. just making sure. I, just making sure. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. So let's if we if we take anything away from this on behalf of people like us, you know, the ones who <laughs> like to watch the movie, your elders, do us a favor and uh, silent, not vibrate, because you can still hear the vibrate. Yeah, maybe people will be more bendy on that one than I am, but I can hear it. Well, the other thing is, if it's on vibrate, then you know it happened, and you're more compelled to look. If it's yeah, on exactly. silent, then and uh, turn off the goddamn light. <laughs> so wait, if it's on silent, you're not going to find out your wife died in a car accident no. either. So, so why can't I off. just jam you? What I'm getting at, Trey, is the point is, don't get married. Don't get fucking no, married. No, no, no I'm saying the... vibrate, and oh, personally, I'm okay with vibrate and something. I'm okay with like even the if it's like one call like and you, yeah, and then exactly. put it away. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's what fine. I do. And that's what I do. I, I put on vibrate. I check to see. You know, not, I don't have any wives to die in car accidents or have going yeah. to labor. And unless but it's like, my mom calling me like five times yeah. in a row, like there's yeah. there's the there's and the move. If she does, you, then I step out. There's the move you I have to do. Like some people exactly just whip it out and have it right in front of their yeah. face. Yeah, there's like there's like keep it down by your pocket, like cover it for everyone but you. Yeah, yeah. I do that. Well, I have to do that now if I want to know what time it is because it's the only timekeeping device I have. So yeah, exactly. Fucking how many more skyscrapers? Oh god! Yeah, there's Jesus 40 Christ! We're only, only an hour into this. We movie. spent a fucking hour just talking about how you should never put your phone in the theater. We're spending the last two minutes going, "Well, if you have to, if you have to, here's how you do it." Well, yeah, this is what I was trying to well, say earlier. But it's like, it's apparently, like I was infringing upon Trey's constitutional right. Or some bullshit. <laughs> to, to do what? This is what I was saying before. Like, it's fine to like pull it out and just surreptitiously glance. <laughs> oh, the phone. Yeah, it's, totally oh. it's also totally fine if I operate my business where you can't use a cell phone inside no. of it. So the you know the, like I said that's the only that's the only way to make sure is to nuke it from orbit. That's the only Dude, way that, to be sure. You can even think of that not as a bug but as a feature. You just like put on the fucking sign. Yeah, Faraday Cage Theater. Yeah, no yeah. cell phone reception. You know, and, and then you know then you don't get anyone in there under twenty, which might be good and might be bad for mm. business. You don't know. Yeah, but man, that's all right. But then you have to deal with like you can sell you could fucking serve booze at that theater because yeah. no one in there is less than yeah, twenty one. Well, the, but the point is. 
because the difference is, you know, we're talking about, yes, this is how you, this is how you surreptitiously, without fucking bothering everyone around <laughs> yeah. you, I always use your phone in the theater when you when it does. And it's like, and this is to receive a call just to make sure that your house isn't on fire. <laughs> Not to like go, I'm sitting in the theater, I'm watching a movie. And I'm in the yeah, yeah. Hashtag I always go out into the hallway. Yeah. Hashtag lol. I always go out into the hallway so that I know that the light's not going to interact with anyone else. And you can still see most of the screen. Plus, it's loud. So, that's what I do. I'm just saying I'm better than everyone. Yeah. Anyway. We're just... Uh, the real point is it's not that hard to be mild, you know, moderately considerate. Yeah. yeah. And it's just not that hard to go it. two hours without yeah. doing it. <laughs> that's what we think. Anyway. Yeah. We could the, be wrong. The chat room... Ky- it's a little hard, but it's not that hard. <laughs> In the chat room, Kyle's like, I turn off my phone so I can see what my phone was dreaming. <laughs> Oh, that's right. They have that in that theater where they said, yeah. yeah the if, if you text, if you text, text dream to yeah, this Yeah, you see number. what your phone's dream was. It's like, that's that's an interesting thing. My my phone. I would have said that never works, but apparently it does. My <laughs> phone doesn't dream. It was in an accident. So, uh, <laughs> and, oh, uh, God. It doesn't do that. <laughs> that's amazing. Anyway, so this has been the intermission. You only find more episodes at friendsinyourhead.com. Go to the forum, involve yourself. It's a great people place where you can text and it's fine. We won't <laughs> yeah. get mad at you. It's Don't a second it. screen, man. Yeah, man. And we even have like, Holden just made a, like a chat app for the phone, which is cool. I think if you go to the forum slash mobile.php, I think. Uh, anyway, whatever. And uh, buy our shirts. Give us money. It's great. We love money. Like the more money we have, the better. It's great. And... Um, until next week, my name is T. Christie. Brian Penetrate. Mike Scott. Hold on. I'm t- hold on. Chase, Chase, Chase. Chase. Hey, shut up Shh. over there! Chase, hold on. Hey, redacted! Don't shush me. Shush her. Redacted! Don't be a bully. Chase Stokes. No, there it is. And this has been the intermission. Thank you much for listening. Good night. Good night. Does anyone get what I was doing with the redacted thing? Yes. yes. Well, we do. I don't <laughs> I think half of our Half of our listen. Anyone who's not on the forum will not understand well, what that was. Because Mike did it in the show like, what, 10 minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, I did do it. So. Oh. Yeah. Darn it. Trendsinyourhead.com.